day when two fucknuts like you fucking want to talk about celebrity news, you fucking ass clowns. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for celebrity news. It's the water cooler friendly celebrity news podcast. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Wacker Man. (laughs) That's a pretty good intro. I like that. I like that little uh, kind of work together. It's like we're working as a team now with this new format. It's... I don't know if you could hear it, but it's Celebrity News, N-O-O-Z. You, it's like an elongated double O sound, right? Yeah, I, I figured this out. It's a good. It's good to have like uniquely spelled words in your in your trademarks and taglines because then when people Google it, like you'll be the only person who comes up for news. News. Celebrity news. So I mean, so the one I would be like the world source for celebrity news. New <laughs> Do it with me. Ooze. Okay, that's good. I, I kinda like it. I think it's I, th- I think it definitely differentiates us from the other, you know, myriad celebrity news podcasts. Cause we're I was thinking of putting an umlaut on it, but uh I didn't know how to type an umlaut on my keyboard. So wankerly, I gotta say I was absolutely astonished by the reaction we got from our crowd. I, I had no idea the fans would uh, would react so adversely. I don't know. I mean, I was I was a little stunned. By um, their reaction to the episode 300 and the format change? Yeah, no. I mean, just the, the vitriol, the salvo of nasty emails and tweets, the spiteful Facebook comments, the harsh words. I mean, how quickly can they turn on us? I was a little bit. I didn't get all the email, but I did get a little bit of the Facebook postings, and it was it was a little hurtful. You know, mildly you know, hurtful. But I would say it was definitely hurtful. I would say uh, it was more than my. I would. I don't want to say severely hurtful, but it was it was shocking. You, you know what it is? It showed me that humans are creatures of comfort and do not react well to change. They don't. And uh, no, I, th- don't. I think that, like I think we, I think we saw that here. They're like autistic people. Yeah, exactly. It's like Basically, you, everybody's autistic. Well, I, you know, I, I just feel people in general don't respond well to change, and you throw a little bit of a, you know, a little shock to the system here. You know, a little bit of uh, we're we're a, a few enhancements, tweaking the show a bit. And what do you get? You don't know what you get. You get these kind of emails and these tweets. Listen to this. So this is in the Twitter sphere. I don't know if you uh, got some of these tweets too, but. Here's a tweet from Mr. Damon Scally. He says, man, you and Wackerly really jumped the shark on 300. I guess the only surprise is that it took this long. I, I mean, I, I take that as being compared to the great Arthur Fonzarelli, <laughs> and I take that as a compliment. <laughs> All right, here's Angry Cunt, um, who probably sounds like a disagreeable person anyway, just because yeah, of his name. I mean, what, has he ever made a compliment to anybody? No. I doubt it. Um, he says, "Should now this show should now be called Shit and Wank, because that's what it is. 
And he spelt cause as C-O-S, not because that's what it is. It's cause, like C-O-S. Cause. 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 Um, and here's Jordi Al. Jordi Al didn't rates, even listen to 300. He probably just listened to episode 275 or something like that. Probably, I'm sure. Uh, here's Jordi Al. Like, and Jordi Al has always been a devoted fan here and uh, you know, yeah, a yeah, frequent contributor. He's a, he says, D. Simon, I'm sure there's a band that you love very much who never really achieved great success yet had a devoted bunch of fans. Imagine, if you will, that in order to reach a wider audience, this band stopped playing metal and started playing Coldplay songs. Sad, confused, disappointed, hurt, angry, and disillusioned is how you'd feel. So he's turning the tables a little bit. He, he's saying we're being hurtful to him. Exactly. That's what, that's what he's uh, hurt. I, I, I think he is uh, definitely upset. How many, how many of the, the messages and, and Twitter postings graduated to the level of actual butt hurt? Um, I'd say this just one. Just give me a rough percentage of butt hurt to normal hurt to just angry. Okay, maybe this is angry slash butt hurt, but here's uh, Alex Cox on Facebook. All in caps. Bold. Please go back to the old S&W instead of this celebrity bullshit. Hmm. I mean, he's, he's hurt, man. Um, here's Chris Rolls. He says, it ain't April, man. You guys better be fooling with this shit or I get a plane ticket and come fuck you up. Laugh out loud. Now, I feel like you're sort of belittling these people by reading verbatim their, their sort of internet speak. What? I mean, you want me to, he spelled cum C-U-M. Do you want me to say, do you want me to like spell it cum C-O-M-E? I think you should translate it into normal human talking. All right, maybe, okay, then maybe I'll try to, like, grammatically correct this while I'm reading it here. You know what I think we're experiencing a little bit of uh, is the, I mean, I, I find celebrities to be just pitiable creatures. That, that's where I kind of wanted to go with the show. You know, we would make fun of them and their foibles. But a, a lot of nerds, I think, and especially of the basement dwelling sort of greasy overweight you know acne covered variety they see sort of celebrities as their oppressors you know like like the extension of the popular kids in school who get, who get all the hot chicks or the hot men and so they they really don't want the show to go in that direction that just reminds them of their status in life. So are you saying these, it's these a, gods of uh, the gods of the you know the the American universe? Is, is it kind of like a one percent ninety nine percent kind of thing here? Yeah, the have not on the economic nots. spectrum on the you know well the perspective of of uh, jealousy charisma? In a sense. Yeah, charisma. I mean charisma I really say that, but also have, I mean the one percent have ninety nine percent of the charisma. And the rest of us are left to just be sort of annoying, you know, assholes. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, let me read a couple more of these, and I'll play some of the uh, the phone calls. You'll understand where I'm coming from, just in terms of just being shocked at this reaction. Okay. Um, here's uh, Mark Annette. He says, "Be honest, guys. It ain't sick and wrong anymore. It's mildly misbehaving celebrities. I'll still listen because you're funny, but don't kid us with this bullshit." It's a little surprise there. Well, if you're still going to listen, 
<laughs> we're not going to do anything that you request. That's like when a, when people complain to their politician, like, I don't like what you've been doing with this parks budget. But, you know, I'll still vote for you, but I just really don't like it. And the politicians immediately like, if you're still going to vote for me, then get the fuck out of here. Why am I listening to you? Uh, here's Lee here. He wrote, I'd like to think I speak for the UK male demographic when I say the new format sucks dick. We really couldn't give a shit about yank celebrities. Why copy others when your podcast is unique? If it isn't broke, don't fix it. Rant over. And I, I think this is my favorite one um, out of all the Facebook comments we received. His name's Steve. He just wrote, cook my sock, which is uh, obviously just kind of a funny plan words there. Which it's I like think, a spoonerism. Yeah, I think he was just so upset that he couldn't even you know, write a complete sentence. He's just like, you know, three words just to express how angry he was. And so here, here's a couple phone calls. And uh, I think this will, like, you'll understand. So, so this one, okay, this one, this is just like a punch in the groin. This is a, a, this is a knee in the groin here. All right, I'll put my cup on. Your new episode sucked. Drink bleach, faggots. <laughs> it's just short, succinct, and to the point, he just hated it. I think I I find myself butthurt at that. I mean, bleach, drink bleach. Come on, faggot. Really want us to poison ourselves? Yeah, and and so listen to this one. This is probably this call actually scared me, and the reason this scared me is because out of all the callers we've had in the history of the three hundred episodes that we've done here on the show, this guy sounds the most like a sociopath. This is it guy, Vietnam dude. <laughs> No, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm surprised Vietnam dude didn't just send us like the severed head of some, you know, celebrity. some like, yeah, like some celebrity that he killed. And it's just you like, like you know, talk about this. Shia LaBeouf, huh? Here's his head. <laughs> so listen to this guy's voice and tell me that this guy's not a serial killer. D and Lance, this is Catbite from Albuquerque, and I'm a scientist, so that makes me objective, right? Well. Your show number 300 was the most gay, faggoty train wreck that I have ever had the misfortune to encounter. Can you talk like that? No. I think maybe it's Walter White, though. Cat yeah. bite, Walter he, White, scientist, you know, Albuquerque. He sounds like it. this could be Walter White from uh, Breaking Bad. Um, he's obviously not very pleased with uh, the episode that we did last well, week. Well, I mean, we're gay and faggoty. Yeah. <laughs> Those aren't very scientific words. No. You know, but may- maybe. I don't know what kind of laboratory I mean, where are in. we on the faggot scale? How about telling us that? <laughs> is this is a 7.2. Well, well, let's see what he tells us. It was like the two of you stood on each side of me and inserted your faggot shit-stained cocks into my ears, <laughs> fucking me so <laughs> relentlessly. Until I had to press the pause button on my iPod player. <laughs> Don't you understand that the type of listener who loves your show also has utter contempt for the candy-ass celebrities with whom you seem to be now so utterly enamored? See? Wasn't the premise of the show to peer into the dark, depraved, and dripping abscesses that is contemporary existence? I thought the point of your show was to offer an enchanting melange of social criticism, pointed (laughs) observation, and well-deserved derision. Quit quoting us in a quote that I don't even remember writing. uh, Yes, you are very florid in your language. I always can tell. It does sound good, though. I like that. (laughs) It's from writing all those letters to the editor and like to the owners of companies of products that annoy you. 
Hey, don't knock my screeds. You're about to get one. But you spent so much time during show 300 talking about all the nasty cunts soiled panties shown on your web forum and fantasized about eating celebrity feces? What the fuck? He moves to Los Angeles, and now he's another ass-looking celebrity chaser, too? I thought you guys hated all that bullshit. I'm actually a loyal listener, and I sent you some very hard-to-get booze. So that proves I care about your show, and I hate to see you fuck it up. Okay? That's the end of my rant. He was definitely not very pleased. And this guy, this guy sounds like a guy that you just don't want to upset. No. You he's know? a scientist of but, pain. But you noticed every word was just like well thought out, perfectly, like the elocution was, it was just perfect. Yes. And th- this guy I definitely seems, that. this guy definitely seems to me like he's, he's some kind of a sociopath. He, we, I, I would it's not want to upset this guy. Mm. And now it sounds like we're on a shit list. So that, this is what I was saying last week. I mean, now we're just slaves to just keep doing what the listeners want forever. Is that where we're going with this? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you you saved all the messages from like 27 year old women who love the new show. You know, we we got a Idea. couple people actually that were um, we got a couple people that were into it, um, but the, I would say the vast majority of people were loved um, it, chagrined. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> is that for lack the chagrin we loved it? Um, as sorely, um, disappointed, um, very upset in a rage. I, I imagine a lot of people probably kick their house cats. Like when so this heard, means I'm not going to get what I want, right? I don't know. Actually, I, I just, um, you know, you know what the thing is, this is all I got to say to all those people who called us and we, we did get, I, I would say we probably had about 35 phone calls of people who are really, really upset. I can't play them all here on the show. We got a lot of um, tweets and emails um, and uh, you know th- this is really all I have to say about episode 300 Can you play this song on the, uh... I can improvise it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Yeah, keep it going. I like it. We could just keep this going the rest of the show, actually, for episode 301, because it's such a damn good song. Yeah. It's from Russia, right? Is this a Russian, really? I think so. <laughs> what did you think it was? We'll just, um, you know, I'll, t- I'll turn it down a bit here so we can just have it for the, the music bed while we talk. But, yeah, you know what? That I would consider that to be the troll theme song right there. And I'm going to dedicate that to all the people who were actually upset last week. Especially the ones that say that they, they immediately deleted their subscription to Sick and Wrong. Yes. And uh, burned their pictures that they had, the posters that they've created. 
Um, <laughs> someone, someone actually wrote in and said that this this older woman had needle pointed a pillow of your face that had like lipstick stains all over the lip area of it. Said she burned uh-huh. it. She burned it mm. after I hearing it. Wanted the, to be burned in effigy. No, she was she was quite upset. So that's why we're playing this troll song because that was an epic troll. As if we would ever do sit, turn sick and wrong into a celebrity show. Like I was I really would. you you would, but as if I would ever let that happen. I mean, yeah, I mean to be honest, it's it's funny living in LA and being surrounded by them. I mean, I I guess I understand that like I you could take pity on them or you want to you want to you know, poke fun and ridicule their foibles, which I do yeah. enjoy doing that. I do get experience in Schadenfreude, but for the most part, celebrities are fucking annoying. It's like, whatever. Yeah, I do loathe them. I, I just loathe them. I, I, they're vile creatures. And I, I think I, I do like when there's a train wreck, though, like a Lindsay Lohan. But yeah, to, to talk about that every week, God, it just, uh, it'd just be awful. But I was so surprised that people, only a few people really seem to catch on to the troll. And uh, I'm gonna mention. Let's, let me see here. Here's a couple people spotted the troll here. Um, Anti tank dog. He says they're just trolling the audience. At least they better be. It sounded like a joke. <laughs> they just decided not to let us off the hook quickly. I bought them He's bottles. Hedging his bets though. He is hedging his bets there. He's I bought them bottles fire. of Jaeger and Jack for the 300th episode. But when I heard that they mentioned a major change, I decided to hang on to the booze until I saw it was up. So guys, when you do a normal sick and wrong episode, your booze is on the way. So, uh, actually, Anti-Tank Dog, we were planning to go the celebrity route, but now that we're going to get in booze, um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to go back to, we're going to revert to the regular sick and wrong, just so we can get your booze. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Gummy Saul, another member of the forum here, said, and uh, this guy named Tim Noah, he wrote, cough, cough, soft and warm, cough, cough. I think that was the last time we really trolled the audience, wasn't it? Well, that was actually on April Fool's Day. It was an April Fool's joke. It was joke. a little e- easier to figure out. I'm but a little worried about. I'm a little worried about counter trolling. What? Well, okay, wait, wait, wait a second. Now you're now you're kind of getting complex here with the trolling. You mean the troll could be reversed on us? Yeah, maybe. Like maybe some of the people who who are expressing outrage are really trolling us, and and like we are we believe that they're really outraged. But like obviously it was the dumbest thing ever. Like we we both thought that nobody would believe it. And then we're surprised that all these people did seem to believe it, but maybe they were just trolling us back. You can never believe anything on the internet. You know, nothing we... is ever sincere or verifiable. Exactly. And, we, and, th- and that's one lesson that over the 300 episodes that we've been doing is never believe anything on the internet, let alone us. God. Right. I mean, it's... <laughs> and the best part about it is we were building it up, but I was surprised that, you know, more people didn't catch on. Perhaps they did catch on and we're, and we're getting angry you know, for the sake of being angry. I'm sure there were some that didn't. I mean, a lot of our listeners, I mean, come Listen on. to the 35 phone calls, and, and you'll see. I mean, they, they sound won't. sincere to me, but who knows? You know, the, the one person, though, and that's, that was the thing that I thought, you know, that whole episode, if you listen to it closely, we gave so many clues that we were fucking around. I mean, yeah, like, we're, you know, we're, we, we, we did have two celebrity stories, but it's like, why would we make a you know an amenable show that you can listen to in your cube and then 10 minutes later talk about eating scarlett johansson's feces because we can't help ourselves (laughs) (laughs) that's all of our conversations always devolve into eating some starlet's feces and whose conversations don't 
<laughs> Most people, the yeah. people in the cubes. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure off camera, Obama's sitting there talking about eating like you know um, Michelle Bachman's nuggets. I'm sure he said this it. This is why I spend when I'm at my office. I spend half of the day like under my desk chewing on my wallet because <laughs> that's like because I'm just trying to get my brain to get out of the zone where I'm like. You appear know, normal. eating Timothy Amber Thiessen's poops. <laughs> so, so Chicken Fucker so here I go wrote... back to my meeting. <laughs> Chicken Fucker here wrote on the forum, he goes, I don't know if anyone else noticed the flaw in this. They said they wanted the show to be more accessible, a show you don't have to hide from your colleagues, but the last third of the show is about shitting in someone's mouth and stirring it with your cock, how a cunt should smell, sending pictures of your shit to people, and the dirty panties thread. Even if they wanted to... This brace of rascals couldn't make a show that any of my colleagues would ever listen to. I do love that term. Brace. You don't really hear that very often. Rascals is a pretty good one, too. And that is good. That is good. Um, he goes, listen to it again and tell me if they're serious. D would be as unprofessional as to forget to change the content of the whole show and censor the language and topics. I think they've done an amazing job getting to 300. If they want to do something different, I'd understand. But based on the evidence... My tingling spidey sense tells me that it was just done. It was done just to fuck with everyone. Well, I think that spidey sense um, definitely worked out for him. But yeah, you know, I was I was a little surprised. Like I thought, soft and warm. Even there were some people that were trolled by soft and warm too. Yeah, but, that was also surprising. But that was so obvious. I mean, I, I didn't even remember what we were talking about. I think it was like someone saves a dolphin or something. <laughs> Kittens, yeah, kittens. But uh, but yeah, people. You know what? Let me. Do you want to hear the Trolla Law song again? Maybe I'll play it a little later on the show. Just oh, maybe later. Okay. Well, Wackily, could you maybe? I mean, did you did you figure out how to play that out on the? All right, all right. Oh, well, I've been practicing with my mic muted. So. Okay, so once again, this is dedicated to all those people who are truly upset with uh, with the show last week. <laughs> This could be the show now. It should just be the Tra La La song. And and you know what we should do? We should just make a video of us just walking around a room, you know, wearing a suit and just this song playing. See that that would elevate the show from just mere pop, you know, bass entertainment to sort of like high art. Like I could see that later on being in the Museum of Modern Art. I could totally see see something like that. I don't know. Well, people there, I hope you enjoyed the troll. I, I mean, I didn't mean to upset you. I was a little surprised by the by the reaction there. But then again, you know, I don't know. They, they they're always ready to bite the hand that feeds them. That's a lesson learned. I don't feel like the hand that feeds them anymore. Now I feel like the food. Yeah, I, like I think we, we are. We can't. Think... We are not allowed to change anything, or people will like go half an ape shit. Well, you know, Wacker, if if I had your choice, it would just be pure keeping up with the Kardashians. But uh, you know, maybe a little Paris Hilton peppered in there. But you know, we got. We, I'd like we, to keep my nose right up Kim Kardashian's ass. For we a, have our bread and butter. Goddamn it! It involves eating feces out of starlets' assholes. So That's this this show. is episode uh, three hundred one here of Sick and Wrong, not Bizarro Sick and Wrong, normal Sick and Wrong. And uh, you know, I know you people, the Sick and Wrong that you love to share stories with your grandma. Um, so, Wacker, you know, this weekend's Halloween weekend. You have, yeah, I know that. You have big <laughs> There's plans? kids running around all over, all over right now 
and I don't I hope I'm not giving too much away about the, how the sausage is made, but it's Friday. It's not Halloween yet. It's still two days away. There's kids running around in their costume in my neighborhood. It's kind of annoying. So what? you're a homeowner now, and so as a homeowner, are you going to have like uh, candy for the children? I suppose I must, right? I don't want to get a pumpkin thrown from our window. Or will your light be shut off, your porch completely void of any Halloween decoration? Like, do you have, how many how many pumpkins do you have out there right now? Zero. <laughs> you are that you dark the whole house. weekend to get to get that sort of thing done. I guess I don't know. I mean, I'm not dressing up though. You're not even wearing. You're not going in costume at all. No. So when the kids come to your door, you're just going to show up and be like, "Hey, you know, I'm dressed as a sex offender." I have those little bottles of Jack Daniels from the airplane. <laughs> That's what I'm giving out. <laughs> you should just have like a, just a urine stain on your trousers. And uh, how, do you, how do you tell if the mom with the kids is a single mom? Uh, no wedding ring. But they probably think? have gloves on. You know, it's a little bit chillier up here in the Bay Area. I guess it is nippy up there. But if, if if like two little kids, like one's dressed up as a princess. And the other one's dressed up as a as a I don't what a boy's dressed up as a fireman. You know they're really little, and then they're they're like you know twenty nine year old single moms behind them, and she's dressed as like the sluttiest nurse possible. Can I take that as a sign that she might want to come in and hang out for a little bit while the kids like play Xbox? So what would you do? Would you have like a little kids corner in your house, and then you would just yeah. like hang out with the mom? I think the chance would I of that have happen- a kids corner? I already have a kids corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just repurposing it for Halloween. I, you know, I don't know. I, wa- I wonder how many, you know, people actually, like, end up picking up, like, one of those hot single mills, you know? Yeah, on Halloween. If, yeah, it seems it like something you don't hear about, but it seems like it, it would be, you know, kind of likely. It's, it seems like a scenario that would be on, like, com. Like, I, I don't know, really? you know, or, or hot babysitter. So it's, com- it's not going to happen? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that, like, that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. It's, it just seems like it would be like a huge scenario. Like, oh, wow, hot mom. And then she's just like, kids, run along, go trick-or-treat up the neighborhood. I'll catch up with you. And the next thing you know, you're totally getting a blowjob. Well, thanks for ruining my holiday cheer. <laughs> I, guess I, gonna... don't have to, I guess I don't have to drill the hole in the bottom of that candy bowl anymore. Let's freeze up some time tomorrow. I think you should get some candy for the kids. I'll get some candy, but I'm just going to sort of grudgingly hand it out now. Did you do it last year? I was year? a little excited before. Or did you just I made avoid people them? come over to my house because I didn't want to answer the door 50 times and look at little small children. So I made other people come over who are more uh, festive. See, that's what I like about living in you know an extremely urban area. It's like I think parents are way too frightened to let their kids go out and uh you know randomly go downtown los angeles and go trick-or-treating maybe i don't know i mean maybe i'll be unpleasantly surprised yeah this is going to be your first halloween in that apartment right yeah so i mean i guess i'll see so this is episode 301 here sick and wrong quick recap of our show a couple episodes ago 299 we did three listener stories um which we're actually not doing anymore now we're only doing two listener stories but you're going to get to that in a second. But three listener stories last week. Uh, New Hampshire murder and almost suicide. Amish beard cutters and decapitated baby on trial. Uh, decapitated baby story one by Landslide. So uh, congratulations there, submitter number three. You won Sick and Wrong, episode 299. 
So people, the way sick and wrong works is pretty much how it's worked forever. Uh, just send us your uh, listener stories to uh, com. Submit them through Facebook. Send them through Twitter. Submit them via the forum. We'll pick two. And if your story wins, you get a sick and wrong care package. But people, uh, you need to listen to the show and you need to contact us if your story wins. Uh, we did get some cool stories this week. But before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, audible.com. If you're illiterate or have Down syndrome, but you still want to read a book, why not go to audible.com and get an audiobook? Audible has over 75,000 titles to choose from, with more being added all the time. Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. All right, Wacker, let me kick off uh, episode 301 with the first listener story here. This came in from Andrew. Andrew wasn't the only guy to send this story in. Uh, there are a few people that did, but uh, Andrew was the first. Andy, Andy, <laughs> thank you for sending that story in. It's <laughs> my Mick Jagger. <laughs> Deputies. I'm just. I'm. I'm fucking. I'm gonna get flexible. I mean, if you're not letting me do the news, I'm gonna do these stories how I want to do them. Yeah, you know, I. I fully. I fully encourage that. Wacky. You endorse you know, that. It, it, we could still do sick and wrong news. You know, maybe de- double news. We can still use my <laughs> trademark word. Great. Uh, Renaissance fighter forced girl to fight for hours. I like that term, Renaissance fighter. Renaissance fighter. Renaissance fighter. that? You know, at first I was thinking it might be a guy that dresses up in a night outfit and he works at one of those Excalibur-themed restaurants. Right. I've you been know? to one of those in your area. There's one in L.A.? Well, I think it's like south, maybe like in Long Beach or something. So near, wait, do they, uh, do they have LA, like jousting? In metro area. Oh, yeah. Jousting. Uh... I can't believe we, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but they, one other thing they do, they do like falconry inside this. It's basically a giant restaurant and there's this falcon flying over your head, like catching pieces of rat out of the air that the dude is throwing. <laughs> Does the he guy has like... it, he has it on a big, he, the guy has the rat piece or whatever it is on this giant string. And I mean like 30 meter long string. Like and he not throws like it up three, in the air. Not, no, he's swinging it around. So it's doing this giant 30-meter, like, diameter radius circle. Yeah, well, he's swinging around, and then the hawk follows it around. And the thing is swinging, like, a foot above your head while you're trying to drink your tankard of ale or whatever the fuck it is they give you. (laughs) Does the guy speak to to it? It's pretty great. Does the guy speak to it like the Beastmaster? No, I think he, like, you know, he his calls, he's like, So they they do make, like, falcon noises to communicate with it? Uh, you know, I, cu- I couldn't tell you if it was the actual falcon making the noise or the guy. I'd had quite a few tankards at that point. Well, you know, you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to remember the name of this restaurant. I need to go there immediately. Oh, it's called it's called Medieval Times. It's called Medieval Times. Yeah. Wow. Did, did you go there on a first date or something? I was taken there on my birthday as a surprise. They, I wasn't told where I was going. And wow, I can that's, tell you, I was surprised. Yeah, I would have been quite surprised. That's that's a hell of a surprise there. God. 
Man, you know any girl that you go on a first date with, you take her there, you are definitely getting second base at least, I would say. <laughs> yeah. You have to stay in character, though. So wait, did you, you have, have to dress speak, up? You have to no, I'm just saying, Once <laughs> while you're getting your ass of the night after going there, you have to speak in sort of middle English. Yeah, that'd be... <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> you got to call her a wench and like rip her skirt off. Or maybe you could do this, what this guy what this uh, guy did with his uh, daughter here. Uh, deputies in Yelm, Washington, arrested a man accused of forcing his daughter to engage in an hours-long wooden sword fight with him while wearing full-body armor. Hmm. I don't know. That, to me, that doesn't sound like abuse. That sounds like... Sounds like a fun father-daughter activity. Sounds like bonding with your child. That's what it sounds like. I, you know, I wish my father did things like... He never did things like that with me. If my dad made or bought and gave me a full suit of armor and a wooden sword and then was like, come on, son, we're going to go in the backyard and battle each other, I would have been ecstatic. I would have been stoked. I mean, did your dad ever have any specific bonding activities? Like, uh, like you know, a lot of people like their dads take them hunting or their dads take them go-karting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we've discussed this. And, I and, did camp and fish and stuff with my dad. I understand that you did not. <laughs> No, dude, the only thing my father ever had was uh, was he was training me to be a cantor, you know, yeah. at, at the and synagogue. He, he, he snipped off the end of your penis, too. That's bonding. Yeah, I guess that was kind of bonding, although I didn't particularly enjoy that one. Um, but yeah, so, but I mean, as I was saying, this, is, uh, this doesn't sound like abuse to me, but maybe it is. A 38-year-old Freeman C., that's a great name, had grown angry at his 16-year-old daughter who had ran away from home for the second time. After he managed to get the girl back home, he had one of his other children fetch willow branches from the backyard early Sunday morning. He then fashioned switches out of these branches and then sat on top of his daughter and whipped her backside and legs. Huh. Wow. Uh, who's, who still fashions a switch? I didn't even, I haven't heard this since, since God, I mean, I, Tom Sawyer. I mean, I thought most people bought them from Walmart. <laughs> Do parents do that, own. though? I mean, you never hear about parents. I mean, I guess maybe in, well, this is in rural Washington, but you never really hear about parents, you know, doing that kind of, like, physical punishment, especially in this day and age. Well, it's all, it's all, there's no middle ground, right? There's nobody who's like, yeah, you know, I'm a normal person. I, 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 corp, I use corporal punishment on my kids every once in a while. <laughs> it's either... I never lay a hand on my kids or the people who are like tying their kids up with an electrical cord and pouring fucking ant poison in their eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I mean, one extreme or the other. But are you saying there's just no middle ground? Like what, what, what no, is this? This is definitely every, the extreme. Everybody used to, in, in like the time of Mad Men, you know, the 60s and especially the 50s, like everybody beat their kid. Everybody beat every single kid. Are you saying... You, you, it, could, you could beat, if you've seen Mad Men... You could beat other people's kids, and no, and nobody would bat an eye. Well, like, why do you think did, the attitude? Did you changed? hit my kid? He, he was he was behaving like a shithead, so I fucking smacked him. Oh, okay. Go to your room, Johnny. Stop acting like a shithead. You know what it is? The Democrats giving all this money to child services. You know, so now the kid, services. if the kid was just like upset with his parents, he could call child services, and a social worker would come home, and his parents would be in a lot of trouble. But why did that happen? I don't know. I, I blame Jimmy I don't know Carter. Either. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Carter. Because Nixon did Jimmy, not spare the rod. Jimmy Carter was came up in the South, and he was a Baptist. He definitely beat his children, and he would grow up being beat. 
See, I'm never going to have kids. But if I did have kids, what I would do is I would, like, when they first, the first time they really misbehaved. And I'm talking about doing something serious, like swearing at, at, at mom or throwing something at mom or punching mom or, or you know, or punching me or something. Then Having I would an take accident my, in their bed. In their bed. Yeah, something <laughs> like you, that. When you, you know, deem or, them too old. Or gaining weight and sneaking food, you know, in the closet. Yes. But I, I would pull my belt off, and I would just whip the shit out of the kid the first time. And then, uh-huh. for subsequent occasions, all I'd have to do is just lift my shirt up and show the belt. To strike right. fear in that kid's heart. That's what you need it's, to do. It's like if you ever go to prison, the first day you're supposed to walk up to the biggest badass motherfucker and just punch him right in the throat as hard as you can. Exactly. And then you show who's the king of your domain. And if you yeah. don't, well, then you get into situations like this. Like, uh, except for the, the, the problem here is uh, this is his daughter, and it's kind of different. You know the uh, the amount of abuse you can you can wage on a girl. You know, <laughs> they can't take as much pain as the boy <laughs> child's. Well, apparently, uh, Freeman here say was unsatisfied with the punishment of just the switch alone, so he decided to put the girl in Renaissance age body armor, and armor with a shield and a wooden sword. He then allegedly forced her to engage in a sword fight with him in the backyard at 2 a.m. for the next two hours until she could no longer stand. See, once again, that sounds does not sound like abuse to me. That sounds pretty awesome. That sounds how, like, you know, the making of a badass bitch. Like, she's going to grow up to be she-Conan. She's, uh, you right? know... You know, it's interesting that you say that, but uh, I've read like the uh, biography of Linda Hamilton, and that's how she became such a badass in Terminator. Which one's Linda Hamilton, the one in Terminator? Yeah, she was a badass, you know? And I think yeah. she became that way because her dad used to engage in sword fights with her like that. Yeah, Red Sonia also. Tough love, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not even tough love, it's training <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Um, the lieutenant here uh, that arrested uh, the, the father said, I think she made attempts to fight back and defend herself, but she's a 100-pound 16-year-old, and he's a 300-pound adult. So he got the better what? of her. 300 pounds, is he? Yeah. <laughs> what a sod buster. It's a lot of uh, body armor here. Well, but this is how, you know, you've seen fantasy sh- movies. The, the smaller person moves faster, and you get around the back of him, and you whack him in the head with your sword. Look at Orlando Bloom in Lord of the Rings. He jumped around exactly. with his with his uh, bow and arrow, and he surfed on the shield. I don't think mentions how how lame that scene is. By the way, yeah, no, that was like one of the, the gayest snowboarding things I've ever seen scene or whatever the fuck that's supposed to like. No, he was like Peter... going down with the elephants on a shield. It was just it was, it was the so stairs. Gay. Was well, he did the elephant too? Also, you're right. Yeah, like, no. Why, I remember why that... did Peter Jackson feel the need to insert extreme sports into the Lord of the Rings? I have no idea. So when officers arrived at the home, uh, the father claimed he was a Renaissance fighter. Um, he was booked on second-degree assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, the man's <laughs> wife was also arrested for investigation of second-degree assault with a deadly weapon as an accessory. Investigators said the woman encouraged the fighting to, quote-unquote, wipe the smirk off the teenager's face. Now, there's <laughs> a strong parental unit. So, well, Wackerly, it sounds like you kind of, I don't know, you... you side with the parents here maybe you know, with, with, with a little just, bit of a, a corporal she ran punishment away. She's, you're just giving her more reasons to run away like why'd you run away well for one thing my dad beats me with a sword for six hours a day like that's kind of just reinforcing her or still like, uses I, I, the dreaded switch yeah fetch me switch. a switch boy i'm i'm more into beating children who you know like 
like swear in front of you know the preacher man and then like throw sand into like some old lady's face yeah but you so so committing an egregious act but running away i I I would say that like my i do think children should be beat in theory but but it only applies to like one out of every hundred kids but if you've if you've ever worked at a camp with children and there's 600 kids I'm saying, on average, there's going to be six of those kids who definitely deserve a beating. And I have worked at a camp with that many kids, and I know what I'm talking... When you see one, you just know it. Like, that kid needs to be beat. And his parents are, you know, probably very liberal, and uh, they obviously spare the rod, spoil the child, and then look at at this kid. (laughs) They're liberal or they're, you know, drug addicts and just don't give a fuck. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm telling you, you got to beat the shit out of them the first time, and then you just have to flash the belt, or like how JJ's old, dad in you, Good Times. How old do you allow them to get before this first and one and only beating? Hmm. You got to start young. I would say definitely before the age of eight. <laughs> just on their eighth birthday. You know, if if, if they're not eight yet, then you you just got to, and then and then it's just like he'll know. Like JJ in Good Times would be like, ooh. You know, dad's pulling out the belt, and then they're like, they all pipe down. That, right. That's what you need to do. I mean, you, you need to. Well, you just need to have the threat of a belting. So on the sick and wrong star scale, I'm going to give this. It's a hell of a way to, to, to punish a girl for, uh, for running away from home. Although I'm sure she's going to do it again. Oh, I'm going yeah. to give this just for the fact that he switched her and then he beat her with the sword. And put armor on her. Yeah, 4.5. I give it 4. Four brown stars. I don't. I don't like when they these people call these things Renaissance fairs, Ren fair. It's it's medieval times fair. I mean, nobody's dressing up as Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, exactly. It's not the Renaissance. Wait, why don't they just? Or, call oh, it, I, yeah. I'm Michelangelo. I'm sculpting this thing. You know, it's it's always you know you got that suit of armor on and and oh lusty busty wenches. That's that's medieval times, the dark ages. So what do, you, what, what do you have here for the second listener story? Well, you know, from pretending to be uh, sore knights and wenches and, and wizards, uh, I have a game about pretending, or a story about a game. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucking this up. I have a story about uh, pretending to be land barons in New York. Pretending everybody's to be land barons. Game, everybody's favorite game, Monopoly. Ugh. God, I've always hated that game. <laughs> Have you ever played it to completion? Have you ever played it with a Republican? No, have you? <laughs> yes. And they cheat, <laughs> I'm telling you. They cheat. <laughs> they hoard all the money. Get government subsidies and zoning changes. They won't pay the $200 when you pass go, because they feel it's, it's big government. D, you get two hundred dollars when you pass go. If you're gonna make a joke, at least make it make sense. Yeah, whatever. I don't even, I don't remember. <laughs> I always hated Monopoly. It was one of those games. I hate board games. I've always hated board games. And to me, I call them board b o r e d games because they're all boring. Board games. Clever. I've never that's liked why, the board game. I guess if I was to play one, one board game, show. it would probably be Operation. Does that count? That's a children's game. <laughs> it's still stimulating to me. <laughs> What about shoots and ladders? Yeah, you like That's that juvenile. One? That's juvenile. All right, two old people were playing Monopoly. That's how we got on this conversation. Uh, Laura Chavez, who's sixty, and uh, Clyde 
Butch, which is his nickname, Smith. He's only 48. I don't know why a 48-year-old man is dating a 60-year-old woman. should be the other way around, in my my opinion. That's how the America was born. <laughs> it was built exactly. up. Uh, they played Monopoly. Um, and actually, I, so I kind of wondered, like, Monopoly sucks, just in general. It's I've always hated it. I like game. some board games. You hate them all. But just Monopoly is one of the worst ones. You, nobody ever plays it to the end because I don't even know how it ends what, when all the money's gone or one person has all the money. I, you know, I've, I don't think I've ever completed a game Monopoly. It's always just someone stops cause, out of exasperation. Or everybody's too drunk to remember even what's going on. Um, and then someone always so, cheats. But then I read further and I found out that Laura Chavez's 10-year-old grandson was there. And said, oh, well, the, you know, they're playing this dumbass game because there's a little kid there. But no, he had gone to bed before they started playing Monopoly. So, so I, don't know, I don't understand this. They, okay, the grandmother and her boyfriend, this is like a, a pastime for them to sit and get drunk and play Monopoly? They're getting drunk, the kid goes to bed, and they just bust out the Monopoly board. I mean, it's bizarre. What, what? It's bizarre behavior. I just don't understand this. Are they in like some kind of weird time warp? Are they like living in 1965? Do they not have a TV? Do they not have cable television? You don't <laughs> need to do this anymore. No, but you don't even have to say that. I mean, games are fine. I mean, they could play something with like cribbage or, uh, you know, like double solitaire, something that you can sort of hone your skills and strategies over years and years and sort of learn your opponent's. Uh, weak spots, you know, chess. I mean, I don't, these people aren't going to be playing chess. So anytime <laughs> or, soon, or poker, at least stretch. make money. Poker. Uh, there's there's a, lots of games that have like depth and complexity and aren't utterly, utterly fucktarded like Monopoly. Exactly. But for some yep. reason, they bust the Monopoly. And like, is this something? Yeah. And your your question is spot on. Is this something they regularly do? Bust the Monopoly board out? I mean, they must have. I mean, this is probably like a Friday night activity. I mean, I'd rather play Connect Four. I'd rather play Scrabble. Scrabble, perfect example of a game that would be worth playing when you're when you're old and you can't get your tallywhacker up, and you know your vagina has no moisture content. Just every night you could play a game of Scrabble. It's engaging. You know, sparks conversation. It's exactly. a way to keep the relationship it, yeah. and your senior years going. Somewhat of a spark going there, but not Monopoly. No. And here's why. <laughs> Because these people were playing Monopoly and tying one on, and Laura Chavez, who's 60, um, she got the sensation that her boyfriend, Clyde Butch Smith, was cheating. And they don't say how he was cheating, but I assume... Stealing money? Yeah, the universal way to cheat at Monopoly is when the person's looking the other way, you take money from the bank, you know, the big bills, the 500s, and you shove them in your little pile. Or you throw a little like greenhouse on a property and hope she wasn't looking. Yeah. The red hotel is too much. She'll definitely notice that, right? Yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever even played long enough to get a hotel on a property. No, nobody ever gets a hotel. I don't think anybody even ever gets a house before I quit. Yeah, no. I'm I'm after three rolls. I'm out. (laughs) Unless there's some titties. (laughs) Strip Monopoly might be (laughs) I could almost do that. I could do that. She, um... First hit him over the head with a glass bottle. <laughs> I, I am picturing a gin bottle. Uh, and then she grabbed a knife and began cutting him, causing Jesus. injuries to the top of his head, neck, 
left eyebrow and right wrist area. She suffers no cheaters, that one. Not at all. Not when she's drinking. Not when she's been drinking. Makes me think this guy's probably a repeat offender. Like, he's done this in the past. Yeah, I mean, I would hate, I, think about it the other way. Think if this is the first time he's ever cheated at a board game. You know, he's, he's always lived his life on the straight and narrow. He's finally drunk, playing Monopoly, and just thinking, and he probably never wins because Laura's a bit smarter than him. And uh, he just thinks, you know what? She's in the bathroom. She's going to slip one of these $500 bills out of here. We're going we're gonna to play a little Occupy Wall Street. This is what the real <laughs> bankers would do, right? You know, game the system. And then, and then look what happens. And then it, he thinks it's harmless, and then he gets fucked up. I want to know what happens when she catches him jerking off. <laughs> That's a good question. Jesus. When cops arrived at Chavez's house, she was sitting not on the porch, under the porch, covered with suspected blood. When she was asked if the blood was Smith's, she answered, Yes, I fucked him up. <laughs> was it just blood or blood and Monopoly money? It was. She was tarred and feathered in blood and monopoly. And like properties, like Baltic little, Avenue little, on her forehead. Little greenhouses stuck between her folds, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm picturing. She's in jail now. On uh, in she's in lockup in lieu of five thousand dollars bond. It's not that bad. That's a uh, real. That's real money, not monopoly money. <laughs> uh, what happened to the guy? Well, he's all fucked up. He's in the hospital. He's not dead. Okay, kid, so she didn't actually little, kill him. No, the kid's uh, the kid's a little annoyed because uh, you know he's woken up in the middle of the night because officers are asking what the fuck's going on, and he was the one that told officers that his grandmother be- began to argue with Smith because she thought he was cheating at Monopoly, which brings up a point. The reason they think that this happened over because cheating at Monopoly is because the kid told the cops that he thought they were that that she stabbed him and and you know broke a bottle over his head because he was cheating at Monopoly. So you don't know if 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 he really was cheating or what provoked well, this fight. Well, what is the likelihood that the kid's in his bedroom sleeping? He starts hearing yelling. Laura Chavez starts yelling at this dude about cheating. And since the kid's 10 years old, he doesn't know what cheating is, and he assumes that, the, it has that, to do with that she was pissed that he was cheating at Monopoly. That's, that's his 10-year-old definition of cheating, is when you play a Monopoly and you cheat. But really, she's beating this guy over the head because, you know, he was diddling a much younger 58-year-old. Yeah, well, I was about cheating. to say, this guy is fucking a 6-year-old grandma. I don't think he probably has too many options. Well, he's 48. Yeah, maybe. Fuck I mean, a fifty-five-year-old grandma and be moving up the totem pole. I, I, you know, if it was over Monopoly, I'd probably give this a five or a four. But I'm kind of thinking, and I'm surprised that nobody in, you know, the the elite reporting staff of wherever this came from has proposed that maybe they were arguing about him cheating with another woman, and the kid just misinterpreted the conversation because he's ten years old. Hmm, that, 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 that could be. You should almost call the likely? police department in whatever city this is and be like, you know, I host a podcast and um, <laughs> yeah, we analyze crimes here and uh, I, I see holes in your theories about this monopoly theory that you have. Have you ever heard of Occam's Razor? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
now, would it be less complicated for a woman to beat her boyfriend over the face because he was fucking around, or because she was angry at the Monopoly bank? I am Sherlock Wackerly. Sherlockerly. (laughs) That makes you Watson, you know that, right? Uh, You know what? So you're, and what are you giving this? You're giving this three? Three, because I think it's been misinterpreted. Plus, I don't have any opium and I'm pissed. I still think it's pretty severe, the fact that she, you know, whether or not it was over a board game or whatever, she still stabbed the guy and smashed a bottle over his head. I'm giving this four stars. All right. Domestic know. violence. We'll, we'll, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. People, go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. You can decide who won episode 301 here. Uh, Wackerly, uh, we, we got a few phone calls. Uh, we got some emails. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. Uh, just before we get to that, Here's a word from adamandeve.com. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. Want to add a little spice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no, Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. So, Wanker, um, before we get to our phone calls here, uh, you mentioned that uh, we got a few gifts sent to the uh, Sick and Wrong P.O. Box. When's the last oh, time yes. When's the last time you checked that P.O. Box? It's been like a couple months. No, I think I check it once a month. You know, I, I, I meant if, to if tell people, you. If, we, if people tell me there's something there, then I'll, I'll go check it. But if, I, if nobody tells me anything's there, I'll go check it. Just randomly. I'm thinking about changing it to one that's closer to my current place of residence. It'd be easier to go see. Then I'd check it more often. But we do love presents, so uh, what what do we get here? Uh, We got, and I'm a little, we got the Mighty Book of Boosh. (laughs) The Mighty Book. pretty amazing. And when when I say we, I pretty much mean me, because I'm not going to give this to you. (laughs) This also applies to the second gift. Um, what what is uh, it? Is it like a, it looks like a yearbook? Doesn't it look like a col- like a high school yearbook? Kind of, you know, it's like a scrapbook of of the mighty Boosh. There's drawings and photographs and uh, and there's no note. Who's, it, who's really it from? A, it doesn't say. All that was in it was an Amazon receipt. No, no card. No little note. You know, I I kind of feel remiss here, but I I think. The guy emailed me about it, and I don't know what his name was. I don't remember his name. I'm surprised he didn't leave a note, though. Yeah, I was surprised, too. I mean, I, maybe it's stuck between the pages, but I've tried to, like, tip it upside down and fan it out, and I can't see anything. All right, well... Uh, and, and the package didn't have a return address on it, because I think it shipped directly from Amazon. Well, I know the guy emailed me through, like, Facebook or the Hotmail address. So, anyway, thank you for that, though. I do, I'm a huge fan oh, of the booth. amazing. You know what? Uh, Noel Fielding has a new show. Coming out in January. TV show or podcast? It's a TV show that's coming oh, out. Good, no competition. It's like half animated, half uh, live action. Should be good. 
Oh, I'll definitely be checking it out. And then the other thing we got, um, I do know who this came from. This came from Anal Muffin. Who, that's a foreign name, for, not foreign name, forum name. She's a forum way. member, yeah. And uh, her boyfriend, Trav, they live in Alaska. And she wrote me on on the Facebook that she was sending me vodka. And I was like, yay, I love vodka. And she said it's Alaskan vodka. I was like, oh, that sounds good. You know, the frozen waters of the north and polar bears and penguins. I didn't even know they made vodka up there. I thought they'd, you know, maybe Russia. You know, Russia, they oh, well, drink a lot right of vodka. Well, that's right across from there. You can see it from Sarah Palin's house, as everybody so famously states. But in reality, I'll hold this up to the camera. Is that salmon? It. Smoked salmon-flavored vodka. Yes, it's smoked salmon-flavored vodka from the Alaska distillery. You know, you'd think a Jewish alcoholic would love that. It's like lox vodka. Lox well, you, you're, you're not a vegan, right? You're a vegetarian, so you could also have this because you eat fish. Yeah, I eat fish. I'm a pescatarian, so it's like I, you, ate, you ate the you drank the the bacon vodka too. I had to. I had to make a point. I was being it challenged. Tastes very similar. Did Did you try some? Have you been drinking it? Oh yeah, I've been drinking it throughout this whole show. I had no idea. It's pretty good. I I think it's better than the bacon vodka. I didn't like very the bacon smoky. vodka. I thought the bacon vodka kind of tasted artificial, like plastic or something. It was weird. Yeah, but you don't like bacon, but you do like salmon. I've seen I love know. salmon. I'm a huge fan of lox and bagels. So I, I wonder might if this have to save it for you. So this is almost just like lox, you know, without the bagels. Right. It's like the yeah, you know, and you know, someone who's conscious of their weight, probably you wouldn't put as many pounds on if you just drank a fifth of this. Well, I'm wondering if you made sort of a white Russian <laughs> with maybe some cream cheese. Instead of the heavy cream, with this, if it would taste like sort of a lox and bagels, white Russian type of thing, I think you should definitely try that. Juice. I think you I've been should drink it with tomato juice. I think you should try that when you're passing out candy to all the trick or treaters. They're going to be really scared. <laughs> Will that signal to the hot, sexy, uh, costume single mom that I am ready for action if I just am drinking <laughs> salmon-flavored vodka while I'm handing out candy? Perhaps if she's an alcoholic Jewess, then you're in. You are so in. An alcoholic Jewish Jewess sounds right up my alley. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I think that would totally work. Well, uh, thank you, Anal Muffin, for sending that in. We do love uh, we love gifts. And Trav, uh, you know, Wacker, you're going to have to save me at least a shot of that. I'll save some for you. People, you can always send gifts to us to our uh, Sick and Wrong P.O. Box. I think it's listed on the contact section of our website, sickandwrongpodcast.com. But, but keep your eye out. I might change it, and we will announce that we are changing the address. And I'll try and get some overlap and have things forwarded and everything. So. Yeah, we'll let you know. So, uh, you know, I want to do a bit here that we haven't done in a long time. Um, uh, my Two Cents. I don't even remember the last time we did My Two Cents. Well, my two cents, as I've always pointed out, is the overarching concept that is that gay resides underneath. Yeah, I think we just separate it so we could have more bits here on the show, you know, instead <laughs> of just doing two, you know, my two cents and thought experiment. It's like now we have my two cents, is that gay, and thought experiment. Yeah, and I also thought it was just because you like to make the new theme songs. I do like making the new theme songs. Speaking of theme songs, let's let's play the my two cents theme music. <laughs> My Two Cents with Dean Lance. So, uh, Wacker, the first My Two Cents call is kind of a serious question. I think this guy uh, wants our opinion here. 
Well, he wants our two cents. Hey, sick and wrong. It's your listener, Waldo, again. Yeah, I like Colin. Uh, I know you guys want me to keep this short, so I shall. Uh, got with a girl, wanted to fuck her, went out with her for a few days, decided that I didn't want to go out with her because she's crazy. And now she keeps being a bitch. So I'm thinking, I need your advice. How the fuck do I get her to stay away from me and my friends forever? Um, also, Lance, because I know you're a nerd, go online and, or not even online, go on fucking Xbox and play, uh, what's it called, uh, Fallout New Vegas, the shit. I've been addicted to it for the past couple of days, and honestly, there's nothing else that I would rather be doing than playing that. I mean, fucking, you know, these sister in the ass, maybe, but I mean, take a lot of the I'll see you guys. Have a great week. Thing. Bye. Well, he's, just, he has... tell, just tell this girl that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be gone. That he, he just wants to be doing. He, he wants to spend time playing Fallout rather than fuck her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure she'd love that. Well, no, he said he. There's nothing he would rather be doing. I'd rather be playing Fallout New Vegas than doing anything else. Have you played that game? Goodbye. Oh yeah, I played it on the computer. Oh okay, it's a shooter, right? It's more of a role-playing game. It's it's fun. I like. I do like it better than this. The original Fallout Three. Well, it's got to be better than the band Fallout Boy. It's definitely better than Fallout Boy. <laughs> so, so what is he asking here? He's saying he met a chick, he banged her once. Now she won't go away, and she's extremely annoying. Well, when you told me about this, uh, my two cents question, so I could sort of start thinking about my answer. You know, before we started the show, you kind of misled me. I, you know, so. I was misled because I didn't listen to the whole thing. I thought that you said that you know when you fuck a girl. And you're in your apartment, and you want her to leave. Like that moment, how do you get her out? And I was, th- I was trying to devise answers to that question. But he's saying like he doesn't want this girl to come around him or his friends ever again. How does he like banish her from the the circle? Yeah, like, which is a little more complicated. Because if you just want, if, like, if you want a girl to leave your bed or your apartment. After you've had intercourse, it's kind of simple. Like, all I've ever done is just put on the young ones. Girls hate right. the young ones. I like to enhance the young ones with just farting. Yeah, just farting, young ones farting. and farting. You know what show might work? The in-betweeners. I bet you if you put the in-betweeners, that would drive a girl out of your bed, too. And I fart. I haven't seen that. I have to check it out soon. Yeah, you might like that. But how to get a girl, rid her from your social circle, I think is definitely a bit more complicated. What? You could all claim to be neo-Nazis. Yeah, the white supremacist route always works. I, I would... she, some girls like that. I mean, maybe she would just go, you know, in completely the wrong direction and like you guys even more. But you know what's going to happen? You know what the problem? But if you played the race card, if you're racist or white supremacist, usually that repels people. Um, I think if this girl, obviously, you have some kind of romantic connection. If you took like a naked picture of your friend and had it on your computer. So when she used your computer, she saw that you were probably masturbating to a naked picture of your friend. She'd probably get yeah. weirded out by that. That's true. There's always LARPing or cosplay. Or you know what you could do, too? Is you could call her mom. You could call her mom and say something like, you found child porn on her, your daughter's computer and you're concerned about her. Or say she has a drug addiction. And then the mom's or... going to make an intervention. Or just tell her mom that you have an STD and then you've been screwing around with her daughter. Actually, you know what? That's what you need to do. 
Say, start spreading rumors that she gave you an STD. Then all your friends are going to be upset. Then she's going to be like, he's lying. And then your friends are going to be like, dude, you gave her an STD. You got crabs. You're crabs lady from now on. You could always actually just give her an STD. All right. You know, <laughs> Wackerly, I like, I like the cut of your jib here. This is the best way to do it. Go have unprotected anal sex with a hooker. And then give her Male AIDS. Yeah, you totally give her age. She's not going to want to hang out with you anymore. Girls hate that shit. Once again, though, I think this guy might be asking the wrong question. I mean, if you have a girl that sucks, I mean, maybe it would be fun to keep her in the circle but sick her on one of your friends. You know, saddle one of your friends with her, and then it would just be like a big inside joke, and you could make fun of him all the time about a shitty girlfriend that he can't get rid of now. You know, She's like a Klingon. But you know what's kind of cool, though, too? If you think about it, this guy's fucked her once. So that means he can fuck her anytime he wants. Why doesn't he just keep her around just to ridicule her and make fun of her? And just say rude shit that you'd never say to a girl that you actually dig and that you'd be worried about losing the chance to fuck her? I, I understand how annoying people can be. I, I, I can see where he's coming from. No, maybe. She, I might, be, she might be one of those people, as, and just being around her is like constant nails on the chalkboard. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, she won't leave. They're all trying to, you know, play some Fallout New Vegas. And she just is sitting there in the background yapping away about, oh, what is that? A radioactive scorpion? What, what's he going to do? What do you do there? Oh, what's that robot doing? What's uh, uh Yeah, and you remember. can't hold her down and duct tape her mouth shut. So it's I understand. I understand where he's coming from. But there you go, man. I mean, we gave you, Waldo, we gave you a few good ideas. I think one of them would probably work. I where is this guy, anyways? I don't know where he lives. Nobody oh. does. Sounds American. Nobody can ever find him. Here's the uh, second My Two Cents question. Hey, Dean Lance, this is Montreal Matt. I made the uh, billion-dollar butthole intro a while ago. Anyway, I have a question for uh, my two cents. Million dollar Matt of Basically, billion dollar butthole this girl for fame. a while now, seven months. Wait, million dollar? Oh, I remember this one. He did like the million dollar man, and he wrote in this like yeah, it was kind of like he sort of used that music. I, sh I should use that <laughs> intro one of these days. <laughs> should. So we we've been living together the last two months, and I recently found out by uh, just we had a discussion recently about rubbing tugs and my girlfriend was defending girls who do that saying you know a lot of girls do that to pay for university and whatnot and i kind of got a little suspicious so i'm like have you ever done that a lot and of girls she kind of she pretty much said yeah and she did it for three months and she got kicked out after three months which is believable because she doesn't really give good hand jobs and i was just wondering <laughs> should i be should I just kind of end it now? Or I mean, she's a really good girlfriend. She's an amazing cook and whatnot. But it's a little, Bad it kind of grosses though. me out. But at the same time, I just wanted to hear someone else's opinion. And obviously, I don't want to talk to you about it with my friends because then they'll, you know, know that my girlfriend's a hand job. And uh, I just wanted to hear your take on that. All right. Thanks a lot. Peace. So, um... Okay, so I guess if I'm going to give my two cents on here, I was like, dude, you got a good girlfriend. Yeah, okay, sure, she might have, like, jacked off a few guys at a rub-a-tug. All that means, she knows what she's doing. All I don't think it's a bad deal. paid for it. Yeah, and, and she probably, she. I mean, she knows how to make a dollar, too. 
Yeah. Every girl that you've dated, that anybody's ever dated, ever, has given like at least 10 or 20 handjobs. I mean, to different, 10 or 20 different dudes before you got to them. At least she's making money. whether she got paid for it or not, does that matter? Exactly. I mean, she's making money on it. I mean, I don't see why it's that big of a deal. But you, you know what, though? Okay. What about this? What if she was currently doing this? If you found out that you're dating her for six months or something and she didn't have that job at Wells Fargo, she actually was working at a rub and tug. Just hand jobs or mouth pleasures? Um, occasional mouth pleasure if it's like over. Oh, okay, no. 200, okay, but I don't just, ki- now I don't want to kiss her if some like dirty trucker's dick has been in her mouth. <laughs> Just okay. Just hand jobs. Just hand jobs. It just uh, you know rub and tug, little hand job. That's a gray area. I don't know. I, what, I think what if, I would what if feel your girlfriend deceived. Was a doctor? What if she was a what proctologist? Doctors don't give hand jobs. Proctologists basically do. Well, I don't. I don't Neurologist? know what you. I don't know what you consider a hand job. <laughs> it's been a while since you've had sex. <laughs> if I've had a lot of hernia inspections over the past six months. <laughs> What if well, okay. what if she was in those guys? We weren't even urologists or podologists. They were just general practitioners. So if you're just dating a girl, makes a shitload of money, good girlfriend or wife material, she makes a lot of money. She's a general practitioner. She's touching dudes' balls all the time. Yeah, but you know what? That that but that but the, she's not touching their balls till climax. Like this lady's works at like a rub and tug massage parlor. Dudes go in there for the express purpose of getting. A hand job till completion. So it's the semen that bothers you. Well, no, she's jacking off guys to orgasm. That's that's what would bother me. What would bother well, you me? Care what happens to the guy? If she was having an orgasm, if she was jacking him off till she had an orgasm, I would have a problem with it. But no, the fact that she's still—I mean—jacking off like six cocks a day, ten cocks a night. You know, it's just I—I I, if I if it had happened in her past. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I'd be like, okay, well, I understand that you've done that in the past. You know, you're a cool girlfriend. You're not doing it now. You're not lying to me about it. If she was deceiving me and actually working in a massage parlor and, and saying she was like, you know, a paralegal, yeah, I would be upset about that. But in this case, <laughs> in this case, he's got a good girlfriend. She's hot. Probably gives a hell of a hand job. Why but not? She doesn't. That's what I would be pissed off about. I'd be like, okay, you used to get some hand jobs. Why do you suck so bad at it? <laughs> like that's what I'd be mad about. Your grip, your grip is too tight. Your you don't cut your fingernails. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think this guy should stay with her. Yeah, if she used to be a full on whore and she had like ten to twenty abortions. <laughs> That would be a little hard. I would have an issue with that. I'd have an issue with that, too, just in terms of, like, the cleanliness factor. Because you know this guy's had sex with her without a condom probably multiple times. Oh, well, she would definitely have to get tested. Yeah. Even if she told me she was only giving hand jobs, I'd be like, well, you're getting an STD test tomorrow, and we're not fucking until it comes back. I guess the thing with the, with me is if she was currently giving hand jobs, I would have more of an issue with that than if she did it in her past. What if but, she wore rubber gloves while she gave the hand jobs? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. There's still hand job action going on there. I <laughs> what don't if know. she wore rubber gloves and you were fine with it? But then one day she came home from work and there was like a glob of spooge in her hair that she didn't know about. <laughs> oh, honey, you you got something there. There's a little. What is that? Some hair gel? Oh God, it's a man's cum. 
<laughs> dude, do you, do you think that would do? Would you have to say anything to break up at that point, or would you just leave? I would just walk out. Just yeah, I, I think I would just I would split out and I'd go get a fifth of wild turkey. What if point. you were in your apartment though? Then I just put on some young ones and start farting. Exactly, or in betweeners yeah. if you're a new young guy. Uh, people, you can call the My Two Cents. You can call us with any My Two Cents question. Just 206-666-3846. Call the Sick and Wrong Hotline. Ask us, and we will freely give a, give our advice. We're, we're kind of running out of time, so we don't have any time for emails. But um, people, if you haven't already, uh, I don't know why you're not on the Sick and Wrong Forum. Sick and Wrong Forum is pretty much the only place where there's any action on the internet. Uh, did you see that recent thread where it's the find what you want from Sick and Wrong Forum here thread? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I'm a, it's kind I'm of a contributor. Yeah, but I kind of feel it's for the indolent forum member that doesn't want to actually do the research to look around. But you found a wonderful video that I made a few years back about that I forgot about, that I want to know what love is video. I don't even right, have the file. You're, you're, the cre- you're, the creative, you know, you're the creative force behind Sick and Wrong, and you make these, these wonderful viral video attempts and the T-shirt yeah, t- designs, and you, know, you produce the show. But I'm like the official archivist the historian i know where all the shit is i didn't even know that was still around that video i don't even have the actual movie itself for i want to know what love is so i I made that movie a while ago that i want to know what love is and i want the internet to show me and it's it's vile it's not even i can't even i don't even like looking at it did you watch it oh yeah (laughs) you know i don't even like looking at it it's so horrible i've become jaded you know, I'm kind of jaded to it too. It's not like it's anything new that you haven't seen on the internet. Yeah. Maybe some like I people. Watched the, I watched the Qaddafi thing, you know, where he's been dragged around the jeep, and I was like, "Come on, nobody's gonna shit in his face, and make him eat it. <laughs> this is bullshit. This is weak sauce, weak. bro." I gave it one star. Anyway, you can find this thread on the forum, or if if you want to go there and you want to, if you have, you know, you heard us talk about something like some girl's titties or. Or a video or something like that. You can just put it. You can you can write a thread saying where is this, and probably you'll get like five people to say go find it yourself, you fuckhead. But then you'll get one person that'll be like, here it is, right here, Uncle Wackerly. Yeah. This is for you. It could be it could be the beginning of something that would be like the Sickopedia. Some guy mentioned that highlights of the sick and wrong uh, sick and wrong episodes. So you know may- maybe this might be the the sick and wrongopedia. Who knows. That's, so be- kind of, that's kind of a, I mean, Sycopedia. Sycopedia, I like that. But there probably is a Sycopedia already. Mm. Seems obvious. People go to sickandwrongpodcast.com, click on forum, or just go to sickandwrongforum.com and sign up today. Uh, Wackerly, uh, we've reached a milestone here in terms of ratings. We've reached a, a goal that I've had for a while. Oh, we have- I know. Do you know? Well, you know, you know it's interesting. We did it. What We're over a thousand ratings on iTunes. Yes. Thanks to Wackerly and his crusade to see my taint you you seriously it's a twitter campaign you are you full on like just did this twitter cam- what what was the impetus i want you to post a picture of your taint <laughs> no but okay but Which why isn't the same as wanting to see your taint by the way okay but no i understand that i understand that you know i don't i don't i think you want to do it to humiliate me or embarrass me or, or either you that think- or, or make me prove my claim that i'd actually do it which i will but what I want to say about it is what sparked you to do this? Like, I mean, you could have done this like six months ago. Because we were close. 
So you went on iTunes. You're like, holy shit, we're at like 989 votes. We were honestly, we were at the point where I could have just made a bunch of fake email accounts and done it myself, <laughs> which I would have done, by the way. But I thought, you know, let me just try and influence people to do it before I take the easy way out and just do it myself. And it worked. And I didn't have to do it myself. It did work. Uh, you know, thanks to you people, we have over, we're like, what, over a thousand now? When I, when I, last I checked, we were like at a thousand and six. And and the UK, they're like at, oh, I think they're like at 847 or something. And, th- and they were complaining that their votes didn't count because it doesn't show up in the US iTunes rating count. Uh, and I said, well, why don't you get to a thousand in the UK and, you know, maybe something better will happen. Like you know, do you? Well, so maybe like, maybe I should wait to show my taint when the UK no, hits a no, thousand. No, you, you don't think no, so? No, I thought there was like a a, a a time limit on that. I thought I said if we hit it before like September. Well, but that's just bullshit. Was it? All right, all right. You I know mean, what? Even, okay. even if you said it, it's bullshit. But but somebody pointed out about the UK versus the US thing is that like you know the US has like thirty times the the population of the UK, and we have a thousand ratings, and, and so. Like they have eight hundred and seventy some, and we have a thousand, but they have like one thirtieth of the number of people. But to that, I say fuck off because a thousand's the right number. <laughs> I mean, it's great that people like 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 the show over there. So but much. a thousand's like, the benchmark. Yeah, they got to get to a thousand. It's got to be a, like an impressive number. But you know what though, I I will stand true to uh, my claim. I will show a picture of my taint, and it will okay. be coming this week. Mark my words, are you going people. To, uh, I mean, what are you going to do to it? You'll see. You'll see, Wacker. I don't want to ruin the surprise. You're going to have like a theme, like a like a costume or a theme to the taint. Fight. I haven't decided a picture of raw taint. That's amateur. I haven't decided if I'm going to be like you know completely naked or if I should shirt cock it or you know or maybe I should wear my Halloween costume. I don't know. I don't want to see your face in this picture, by the way. Oh, so okay, you just want no face, just taint. No, God, I, if I have to see a picture of your taint with your face in the shot, I'm, I'll quit the show. Like, you were going to do, like, a full-on penthouse, like, penthouse women's spread where you were, like, on a bearskin rug with your taint and your face in the same photo? Dude, I have a magnificent taint. You? I have a magnificent taint. You'll see. You'll see what will happen. What's wrong with you? We, we, we hit a thousand ratings, people. You'll get... What you wanted. You'll get what you're asked for. You you deserve what you're going to get this week. Mark don't shave words. your chest, dude, or your taint. Don't don't be that guy. Go full on Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Tom Selleck. You'll see. You'll see. I've been planning this for a while. I'm just... We might offline need to get... I, I, I have some advice to give you about taint photography. But, you know, I, I, do, I do know that you have a background in that, so I was going to hit you up after after the show. Um, people subscribe to the show on iTunes. Go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong, and subscribe. It totally helps us out. Give us a rating. We appreciate it. Uh, also, if you haven't already bought a Sick and Wrong Quad OT, um, you need to right now. We're actually kind of, we only have a few larges and extra larges left. Um, I sent out like 10 shirts today. We do have a lot of smalls, so if you're a smaller person or a chick, uh, you can get a sexy Sick and Wrong Quad OT. I kind of like sexy chicks. That's like my new fetish. Sexy chicks, Sexy chicks wearing quad OTs. <laughs> no, wearing quad OTs. It's a difficult one to satisfy because there's not that many sexy chicks that listen to Sick and Wrong. There are a few. Yeah, well, yeah, there are a few. But uh, that, that's my that's are. my fetish. That's what really gets me going here. 
is sexy chicks wearing quattro tees. So, dudes, buy your sexy chick a quattro tee because we have a lot of smalls left. Just go to com, click on store. Any um, sexy chicks who are, you know, medium size or large size, feel free to send me the photo since D seems to... I like the small size <laughs> limit, ones, yeah. Limit the sexy chicks to the smalls. Now, all the plumpers, you can send your photos to Wackerly. <laughs> There's some taller <laughs> girls who are quite fit who don't fit in the small T and are plenty sexy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll take your word on that. Um, people, uh, sick wrong song of the week here. We're going to end our show with the song Shrimp Coat. I actually just found this song today. Uh, someone emailed it to us. I think this is my recommendation for the best Halloween costume ever. Just naked, butt naked, under a trench coat, with shrimp attached to your coat with paper clips and safety pins. How easy is that? I mean, you don't have to go and buy any accessories. You don't have to go to a Halloween store. All you need is a brown trench coat, butt naked, and just go to, you know, Safeway and buy a bunch of shrimp. It's great, but there's not a lot of recognizability in that costume. But there's the cool factor. I think people will be like, wow, dude, you are so original. I never would have thought about stapling shrimp to a coat. And then just I'm not wearing a, I'm it not butt against naked. It. I'm just pointing it out. I mean, like, like I used to just put an entire box of band aids on my face, which I thought was pretty cool, but never nobody ever got it. I, don't I know, like shrimp better than band aids. My only problem is that the party that I am probably going to go to tomorrow, the the people have a lot of dogs. Yeah, so but I don't imagine the shrimp coat idea is going to be like very uh, compatible in a house full of dogs. I would be more nervous around cats, because don't you think cats would like shrimp better? No, they love shrimp. Yeah, they but would. still, you know, dogs lead anything. Yeah, you dogs. You wear the shit coat and they try so, to eat So are you worried that you'd show up in your coat that's just filled with shrimp, you know, shrimp attached everywhere, and then just get mobbed by these dogs and, like, knocked yeah. to the ground? That's what I'm worried about. They're small dogs. They would they totally would ruin me. your... But, I don't know. I guess you could just like, you know what you could do if the dogs come over is open up the coat and just expose yourself and then maybe the dogs will run away. Or bite my, my other shrimp. <laughs> my crotch shrimp. <laughs> crotch shrimp. <laughs> but, but the thing is, you don't have to just wear this for Halloween. You can wear this on any occasion. Your parents' golden anniversary party, baby shower, your nephew's bris, a blind date. It's a perfect outfit. Shrimp coat. For any occasion, and a great song. So we're going to end the show here, episode 301, with the song Shrimp Coat. Hey, people out there, have a safe and happy Halloween. And uh, if you have diabetes, eat the sugar-free candy corn. If you're a single mom, <laughs> bring yeah. your kids by my place. <laughs> Head to Wackerly's house. Wear sexy nurse outfits so I know who you are. People will be back next week with episode uh, 302. Until then, take a sleazy. Good night. Prepared to start showing my ding. Lure the kids in with my smile and my charm. Then I blow my coat open to expose my third arm. I'm not one to brag, but I have a weird penis. When I open my coat, you might think it's an anus. Do not 
not confused my shrimp with my shrimp. I have shrimps in my pocket and shrimp that is limp. I'm a pretty creepy man who has very strange hobby. Collect coin, collect coin, and show off my sound. Touch me right here, it's okay, it's safe. Yep, in my shrimp coat, yep, in my shrimp coat. Nothing underneath when I open in my bean show. In my shrimp coat, yep, in my shrimp coat. Nothing underneath when I open in my bean show. When I'm at the club, I open up my shrimp coat. I'm spying on the kids, I open up my shrimp coat. Party with my dog, I open up my shrimp coat. Open up my shrimp coat, open up my shrimp coat. I'm hung and ding that's me. I'ma open this coat for the whole world to see. Got candy on my left, ding poison on my right, ding plenty of goodies for all the kids to like. I'm a bear, 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 bear boy. Whipping out my bologna gives me great, great, great joy. I'm gaga for boys of all sizes and types. If they're under 14, I'll show them my pipe. Give them a scare, make them scream, make them shout. Pick them all out when I whip off the spout. I like to slap my ding ding, slap it hard, slap it strong. Then I slap my ass fierce after slapping the ding. Touch me right here, it's okay, it's safe. Yep, in my shrimp coat, yep, in my shrimp coat. Nothing underneath when I open in my ding show. In my shrimp coat, yep, in my shrimp coat. Nothing underneath when I open in my ding show. When I'm at the club, I open up my shrimp coat. Spying on the kids, I open up my shrimp coat. With it, now get exposed with it. Now rock them hips with it. Now rock them hips with it. Now do the twirl with it. Now do the twirl with it. Now dip low with it. Now dip low with it. Now get shrimpy with it. Now get shrimpy with it. Now flap your tongue with it. Now flap your tongue with it. Now pat your nips with it. Now pat your nips with it. I like it when you put a gummy bear in your mouth and you don't bite it. And you just suck on it, or maybe not even suck on it, just let it sit on your tongue, and then you pop it out, and you'd think it would just be like a, a an oval shape, right? But it's still it's small, it and it still retains form. the bear shape. You know, how does that happen? You know, if you shove it up your asshole, the sugar hits you that much quicker. <laughs> candy talk. <laughs> Let's save it for the next candy talk show. <laughs> Anal candy insertion. I like to shove the worm up there, and I like leave half of it out, and I pretend like I actually have worms, like a tapeworm. So I'm just like, oh, no, it's just gummy. It's fine. I'm just making a joke. <laughs> That's actually my Halloween costume. I'm going to shove some gummy worms up my ass and be the guy who has worms. <laughs> That's brilliant. That is brilliant. You should do that. I'm putting it right up the hole, too. I'm not just like taping it in the crack, because that's the easy way out. And then you know what you I, should I, do? And just have like a big bowl full of gummy worms. Like on your doorstep, but yet have uh-huh. them in your ass all at the same time. Oh, and then come out like, oh, kids, I see you found the gummy worms. And then turn around, <laughs> bare ass, with them sticking out. Then next year you won't be allowed to celebrate Halloween. Success. <laughs>